I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to the new One More Tune podcast. My name is Helena Rafai. I'm Ian Davidson. And I'm Mel Reeve. We've each picked three songs that we're loving over the last month. Um, We haven't listened to each other's picks and you'll hear instant reactions. There might be a bit of chat on this podcast as well because it's been uh, a bit of a, a change in climate at the moment and we feel that we do have to address certain things. Uh, remember to, uh, if you haven't already, which is heinous, subscribe to us on Apple Music or Acast or your preferred podcast platform. And there are lots of them there, so take a pick. Let's kick off with some music first and um, then we can get into some conversation as well. Uh, we're going to start with Monster Florence, six-piece emerging hip-hop act, and they cover both sides of the Atlantic. They are phenomenal. Seven or eight or nine or ten, I can never tell when Blanked it out, grew up blurry I guess we both grew up early Then I grew older, oblivious to who I'm hurting But if that was you, I'm certain You would have been there for me when I needed Deep-rooted, deep-seeded Apple didn't fall too far from where the tree did But rolled away down the motorway And twenty years later, you end up where we did Coincidence or not, I just hope you don't go the way he did Hate that we ain't been keeping in touch Just know I still smile when leads me See you at the funeral speaking of all these things he taught you, maybe it was me then And I saw the signs, I've just always been good at ignoring it Found on the side, on silent, I just let you keep calling it Never knew next morning a call I'd get And now all I can think is you just walking in to all of it Down and we rise up and ooh. 
to say nah this engine failure done seen us landing crashed in the ball of flames and it was all in vain you never grew up now you're peter pandit leave us standing wondering are we not family you raise hands and i raise men Bad times can't erase them, but now we ain't then You gotta understand it ain't as simple as throwing a tantrum You're a man, take a look at your actions Take responsibility for your madness, are you mad, bro? Mum's house and you wanna act up Son's house, leave him what you racked up Coward, didn't even thank us Instead sent death threats when you tanked up I ain't even shook of Amanda, couldn't look But he ran, I stood firm with a took and he hook And it shouldn't be that Little bro, protect mum, now could it be that? Go and look at her run, yeah, now you gotta look at me and Face facts, yeah, pushing me back Tears in my eyes, knowing it can never go back me and you run the separate tracks, never meant it for that Yeah, I'm sure, but I'm telling you now, you crash landing Never knew sadness till my dad left Never knew madness till my mum left My pappy for a white man with a black chest Black heart, black heart, now these black wet clouds Hang over my name like an accent It's hard to just blend in when there's barriers Like language, a train station with carriages And the kids at school whilst watch your accent Never knew sadness till my dad's death Guess it hangs over you like an accent I was more slow burner in that respect My past tense brought me down like an acronym Brought me down to the point it was man and him So I can't leave now but we stand with him You done a couple runs I hope you don't admit That's to your old friends called that bad spirit Never seen Crash as bad as you landed Crash landing aboard you a little blanket Flying for the air like a javelin Hand again a crash man squash my happiness My love is all I have in this A guinea pig for your experiments More valium for my anxiousness I'm thinking what would daddy think But I never believed in bad spirits Before they trapped him in I never felt evil towards niggas Before they was bad to him I've always seen me and you as different Until I act just like him Every time we speak for my demons Here we both crash again like how's it seem is it slightly ironic the day i woke up from my coma you died in your sleep was it like how you mean is it like when we dream are we all playing jack the line trying to climb the highest tree no stalk no stalk of course you gotta gather your finest beam first and at night do your dreams hurt all scattered like resting pieces 
Sweet Jesus, hope you learned your lesson, cause you live life reckless. Death wish, death wish. Sworn enemies by land rights, but brothers by the essence. It never made no sense, heard the loudest noise from the less privileged. Town boys and indie kids all playing cowboys and Indians. Wow boy, you was really living, now your reflection in the mirror. The downfall to raw ambition, cowboys and idiots. Placing themselves as one of the UK's most exciting hip-hop and grime collectives to keep an eye on, that was six-piece emerging hip-hop act Monster Florence. Alex Osiris, Dream McLean, Wallace Rice, Tom Donovan, Cameron Morell and Johnny Poole. And that follows on from the release of their highly praised new singles 26 Ghosts and Picture Frame featuring Miles Kane. They are a hip-hop grime collective and they have just released Cowboys and Idiots uh, May 29th through Project Melody. Um, I got quite emotional listening to that. um, And I think that it kind of maybe uh, is the perfect track for us to open on. Uh, Lyrically and sonically, it hits my heart hard. And it's like a movement, I guess. And I love the way that it's broken down so definitively into sections, but it just feels seamless. I, I really implore people to to listen to that lyrically, take it in and um, just kind of maybe apply it to not just the current situation we're in, but um, I guess just overall over time and, and so on. So, yes. Sorry, guys. I got quite emotional there. Um, what do you think? Well, I mean, that's what music's for, right? You, you're meant to have an emotional response to it. I think you'd have to be a statue to not feel anything uh from that um i honestly i you know i mean we're meant to review objectively we're meant to talk about music in 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 the objective form and uh, yeah i i I don't know what i can add to this to be honest it's an absolutely breathtaking piece of music um you know i could talk for ages about what i liked about it sonically about 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 what i liked production wise what i liked in terms of the songwriting but i think I don't really know what I can add there. That's absolutely phenomenal. And I'm right right with you in terms of uh, the emotional impact of that one. That was very tough, but very required listening. Um, Especially, I mean, I would say especially at this time, but, you know, it's the same things repeating, but just documented better. Um, Yeah, just a profoundly incredible track. I'm not often speechless, mm-hmm. but empty vessels and all that. <laughs> so. Yeah, it's just like I just did not expect that vulnerability in the lyrics. Um, and yeah, I, I I don't know. I don't feel like there's much more I want to say. Um, but it's just yeah, so beautiful. The saxophone at the beginning, um, and then yeah, just built from there. Um, really beautiful and affecting. What I liked about the brass was like it sounded really affected. It sounded really human. Yeah. And I think we've spoken about that on other tracks before, where like it's a really incredible attribute that people can just pull out the bag. Um, and I think it really beautifully punctuated um, it punctuated the song as a whole. I think, and it was God, it was just that's just absolutely incredible. I, I, again, I, I don't know what more I can add to that. But I think we're all pretty astonished by it, and it's an incredible pick for sure. They're a phenomenal collective. Um, I'd covered 26 Ghosts, their last track, and um, they used kind of of muted clarinet um, samples throughout and 
um, which were clearly live. Um, and it was almost like this percussion that was like Morse code throughout. Um, but it just felt the whole song just felt like velvet. Um, and, and just the the production and, and musicianship that they display. Um, I just, I was like, I can't believe this is the first time that I've heard of this group. Um, but just so blessed, I guess. Um, so, yeah. So obviously, um, you know, we have, we have a duty as as a broadcasting group, as a, as a podcast, um, to not be blind to current events. You know, music's so rooted and informed by current events that this is just a, a short statement uh, we've all signed off on. Um, and I'm just going to read the prepared words now. Um, we wanted to take a moment to acknowledge what's happening right now, specifically the protests and, and rightful anger triggered by the death of George Floyd at the hands of police in Minnesota. We have a responsibility to support those on the ground protesting by donating when we can to bail relief funds, to uplift the voices of those directly affected by racism and police violence, and to speak up and act against the white privilege, racism and white supremacy that underpins our society. So what can we do? If you're able, to donate to black-run organisations first of all. Do your research into them. Know whether or not they're able to assist on the ground while black people are being unlawfully detained and attacked. Educate yourself. There are many free resources out there about the structures of power that exist to support white supremacy. Address your transgressions, not to self-flagellate, but to learn. And do not stay quiet when you see others making those mistakes too. Do not feel the need to say all lives matter. And when you see this useless, redundant phrasing on any platform, confront it. Examine the way you and the people around you talk about race. Examine how you spend your money. Examine how you consume culture of all kinds. Commit to continuing to learn about racism and how you are responsible for perpetuating it. And perhaps most importantly, recognise that this is a worldwide problem and a UK problem and a Scotland problem. We're going to signpost some places to donate and uh, resources um, in the notes for this podcast. Um, what I would say was, from my own perspective, and I'm sure you guys would agree, if you're not fucking furious at the moment, you are not paying attention. And you should start now.
so that was Coneo Malo, um, a new release by a band called Meth Math, um, which uh, isn't admittedly my favourite name for a band ever, but let's, you know, let's go with it. Um, they're led by singer Ahel Balesteros um, and um, along with producers Ever Error and Bonsai Babies. Uh, they grew up in Hermosillo, which is about 1,200 miles to north of Mexico City. Uh, via Crack Mag, um, Barosteras has become a stalwart in the capital, not only making music, but also creating visual art under the moniker Antes de Cristo, and running cult fashion le- label Baby Angel, which counts Rihanna as a fan. So there you go. Uh, from the press release, uh, Mexico's meth math have raised the bar of their country's club origins by chewing it up via heady club experimentalism, twisted satanic vocals and potent dance floor ready beats. Um, and this comes via their EP Pompey, which is through In Real Life. Um, yeah, I just, uh, I mean, my knowledge of reggaeton is pretty limited. And so to start, well, not start, but to develop it through bands who are completely uh, twisting the form and turning it into something much more kind of gothic and uh, and quite eerie in a sense, uh, probably isn't the, the best route in terms of knowledge, but I was just really struck by the overall sonics of that, just that really haunting sort of bell synth. And um, I just, I love the vocals. I think the vocals are just absolutely wonderful. Um, and I think I said, maybe, uh, I'm not sure if it was the last podcast or podcast before, but there's a lot of really incredible experimental music coming out of the south of the US and Mexico, which kind of draws in reggaeton and psychedelia. And I think it's a really fertile ground at the moment and a really interesting place um, for Everyone, whether they're music journalists or or, or enthusiasts, to be um, to be looking into because there's some absolutely incredible music out at the moment, and I would include Meth Math, however bad I think their band name is, into that mix. So yeah, what do you think? What do you guys think? Yeah, um, I like that a lot. Um, I thought it really built an absorbing landscape of sound. Like, I love those kind of squelchy electronic samples um, with the like you said with the bell. And also those like almost child creepy child vocals. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I really like that. Yeah, uh, right up my street. It's like an odd lullaby, and mm. uh, just love it. It's like got a strange satisfaction, and um, it's just so kind of quirky and bewitching. And I um, think it's one of those ones that you you just sit with when times are really fucking hard and you stare aimlessly out the window at the trees moving, which is one of my favorite pastimes. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. exactly what I did. Although I was looking at, I was looking at the slates of the buildings across the road from me and some of them are just not quite symmetrical and that bothers me. <laughs> um. Yeah. Um, I love it. Love it. Sweet. Ooh, Mel, you're next. Yes. Okay. So next we have got, miserable um so it's a bit of a clue of the vibe we're going for here um with band <laughs> to love you
is the solo project of vocalist Christina Esfandiari, who is a former member of the band Were and a vocalist in King Woman, who I have never listened to, but I want to because I think that's a really good band name. Um, we've spoken before um, about how much I love the sad banger. Um, and I mean, this, this is it, right? Um, and what I love is that I think it just encapsulates that feeling of hope and longing and the kind of prospect of something in the middle of all of the sad and dark feelings um it's not you know it's not wallowing it's not being miserable for the sake of it it's it's about the potential or the prospect of something better um and but while being in that moment of of real sadness um I think this kind of makes me picture her singing in like a smoky club with like an old fashioned like Frank Sinatra style microphone, um, <laughs> yeah. really kind of like textured, sensual, smoky vocals um, with a beautiful shoegazy guitar and that like relentless bass, um, and I just think it's wonderful. She's lifting her melancholy torch just for me. There, uh, it's uh, you know that dream psych folk genre naming wankery that. I think on a previous podcast we used to make up genre names just for a laugh but um I just love songs that leave me in complete in a complete state of desolation um I, I get a, a thrill from it um I've said this before I I hate the major key um 
to a certain degree. I love, I love music that makes me so sad. I think anything that polarizes your emotions is, is worthy. Um, so yeah, love. Um, I yeah, I really enjoyed that. All three of these tracks have just been music that you can absolutely fucking bathe in. Like it just feels this. You do, I don't know if you guys feel it too, but I just get this warm glow mm. from the songs we've, we've listened to so far. And um, yeah, I have a bit of a hard time kind of reconciling with what modern shoegaze is because like there's a part of me that's a very old uh, sort of curmudgeon who thinks that anything that doesn't sound like it was recorded in a vacuum cleaner is wrong. Um, <laughs> Which would, you know, uh, and a lot of people are of that opinion. And I can't wait to hear the new My Bloody Valentine album when it comes out in 10 years. But um, I really, really enjoyed that. It put me in the mind of um, a really amazing Scottish band called Cloth, um, mm. albeit a busier version. Um, I, I think this, the sonics of, of those two bands are comparable. I, I love the the, the, um, the bass tone, which can, I, I think drives the song along. Um, the guitars are just pristine and beautiful, um, and yeah, I'm definitely going to keep up with that. Um, with, with with this lot, Miserable is a great band name. If we're doing if we're doing critiquing a band name, I mean, you just can't argue with it, can you? We we should make that an aim of like the next podcast is is decide on what our our. I know obviously you guys have have got musical projects and stuff, but for me, it's it's a, a novelty to be able to come up with a band name. We are so, terrible at that, Helena. The number of conversations <laughs> me and you have had about naming potential music projects is disgusting. Yeah, and my band name isn't even good, and it took me like five years to come up with. So. <laughs> well, I, I still think that we should we should make it an effort for <laughs> just you want me to suffer. Yeah, pretty much. Sure. Let's go into the next one. It's um, Holly Finley, aka Hol, singer songwriter, born in in Greece, and this is is wonderful.
Hull, H-O-L, singer-songwriter, producer, born in Athens, uh, grew up on the island of Kefalonia in Greece. Um, but she split her early teens between UK and Greece and uh, she's released her first EP December 2018 and she's since released a number of singles during 2019. Um, and 2020, I guess, is the release of her debut album um, released in, in chapters. She says released in chapters throughout the year, almost like a book. Um and it's called the the lonely chapter um oblivion and um i mean i guess for a lot of people that might be a bit rough around the edges when it comes to to kind of production and stuff um which for me i've become quite a snob with production as i have to listen to so much music but um, there's a vulnerability and, and DIY aspect to the song that kind of takes me back to finding new music and I just absolutely love it and I feel that it should maybe be included on an alternative compilation uh, well alternative driving songs for the summer part 52 uh, just to, um yeah, I, I'd, I'd love it. Um, and I just think she's got so much potential, you know. I think she's the, the the layering, the harmonies, and I think she knows what she wants to do and she's getting there. And I just can't wait to see what journey she's going to go on, if that makes sense. For sure. Um, I, I think that'll really resonate with anyone who, like me, was really into bed. It came, in, came of age at a time when Best Coast released their first record and having a Tumblr blog was relatively normal behaviour. Um, and <laughs> I think it's really cool her, like, I mean, I, I can't obviously speak for Hall, who, by the way, I would definitely roll with in my squad. Seems cool. Um, but it's really cool how a lot of people have taken up them. Maybe maybe I could be completely wrong, this is conjecture, but I feel that it was a really sort of fertile kind of um, lo-fi lo indie pop kind of world around 2010 to maybe 13. And I think so many talented songwriters, um, predominantly female songwriters, I have to say, have really picked up this mantle and just added layers to it and added complexities to it without being alienating or taking away from the central kind of melodies. Um, I think it's fantastic. And in terms of uh, production style, um, I really I, I love that aspect of it, I have to be honest. Um, I like both sweeping, multi-layered soundscapes and I like things that are just good efforts um and i enjoyed it i enjoyed it um it reminds me of uh early soccer mummy like she did her first few releases herself in her bedroom um and yeah i think there's some, a lot to be said about you know doing that yourself organically i think you can really see that she's put her stamp on every part of that song um and i love it it's so fun um I think the vocals were impeccable and um, it just made me like bop up and down in my chair, which if I could drive, perhaps it would be going on my driving compilation. But as I can't, it'll be me on my wheelie chair in my bedroom bopping up and down. Can I just say, um, I forgot to mention earlier that I really liked how the rhythm section didn't go in places I, th I thought it would. And that was a sort of contrast to kind of lyrics because the lyrics, they were fine, they were good, but um, it wasn't anything massively unpredictable and didn't have to be it set a mood in a really um 
kind of enticing way. But the rhythm section is really interesting thing, especially when that set, sort of second chorus, where especially the bass was more kind of staccato, and I think that really drove the song along in the latter parts. Because the risk with that is like, well, samey can be really good. I mean, if you've got a good idea, repeat it. But I, I find that really interesting in the song, and I think that maybe sets hold uh, kind of cut above contemporaries kind of doing the same sort of, sorts of things. I don't know. This is speculation, and we're all here to. <laughs> listen to music and hopefully have a good time right what's next uh so the next song is by a uh, producer and top geezer erskine linus and it's called clarity of sight
Yeah, it was uh, Clarity of Sight by Erskine Linus on Vava Records. Um, you might know Erskine Linus as Tam. You might know him from uh, Scottish indie band Marionettes, um, the sort of math punk of Lennon Death Mask, and then the sort of math indebted Benjamin Blue. Uh, this is um, from his forthcoming second release uh, called A Menagerie of One. And it says here, written and recorded in 2018, it continues where his warmly received debut record, released in 2017 by Local Action, left off. This time there is a conscious effort to make music without the reliance of bright synthesizers. Instead, the more musical palette puts an increased focus on lines of songwriting. And so influences are sort of Peter Gabriel, um, Spirit of Eden by Talk Talk, Yulo Tango, um, films like Shane Kudus, Upstream Colour, uh, which I'll pretend to have heard of, um, and The Sea. The Sea. Uh, is influential. Um, I like the sea. I'm afraid of the sea. Um, I would also say that um, Thomas uh, is one of the uh, better looking men I've ever encountered. Just a hunk for all seasons. Um, but not annoyingly so. You know, it's, it's not in a way that's obnoxious. Um, it's just, it's an understated but definite handsomeness. And uh, I applaud anyone who carries themselves in such a way. Um, so yeah, I just absolutely adore that song. I think it's a real showcase of his exceptional talents. Um, I like the drum beat at the start. That sort of it sounds confusing and broken, but makes sense later on in the song. Um, I think the vocals are layered really perfectly, um, and the piano line and the songwriting in it. I just I think it's, it's just lush, and I will defend him to the death. I like that. Um, I enjoyed the like fuzzy kind of sounded like vinyl being digitized sound at the beginning or maybe like rain I thought it was very atmospheric I liked how it was kind of building this atmosphere and then the percussion with that kind of uncomfortable skittering kind of made you question where it was going to go um I do think that for me it didn't go where I wanted it to I'm not totally sure where that was but I just felt a little unsatisfied um you know, I had some expectations that weren't quite fulfilled, but I mean, you know, you're obviously very musically talented and capable. That's just um, just my personal opinion. Yeah, I, I, I kind of agree with Mel. Um, unfortunately, obviously, I think we've we've touched on this before in, in previous podcasts where you, um, you've got your own expectation of things, but obviously that's your expectation has got fuck all to do with it because it's not your song um it's it's the artist's song and i and i totally get that um but that's when your your personal likes and dislikes come in um i was really hoping for that to kind of augment a bit more and build and um become a bit more even more odd than than what it did become and um it didn't quite hit the mark for me um, how, how long has he been going for you? Um, as Erskine Linus, um, since maybe 2016. Uh, don't quote me on that, but certainly, certainly the last three, four years. His first record is really, really worth checking out. Um, and yeah, he's, as I say, he's been involved in, in all sorts of different projects and across different instruments, which again is frustrating. Um, I despise the talented. I think it's perhaps the vocal that didn't quite work for me. Um, uh, aside, I mean, I, I I really do quite like some of the interweaving in in um, the instrumental textures and, and so on. But um, there was there was just a bit of monotony there that I I didn't quite connect with um, as I would maybe with a, a techno banger. 
I just wish it slapped more, Helena. What can I say? <laughs> I put a donk on it. Exactly. <laughs> so, I, you know, in, in no disrespect, um, opinions are like, is it arseholes? Is that what they say? Um, I don't know. I, I, don't sp- I don't speak in such vulgarities. <laughs> <laughs> You're full of shit. <laughs> are we ready for another song? Yeah, it's it's you, isn't it, Mel? It is me. Yes, um, and I have brought for you for your ears and enjoyment, um, Dead Pony with everything is easy. are a Glasgow band um and I think that song's fucking great um they describe it as being about capturing the feeling of betrayal you feel as a young naive child when you find out Santa isn't real um and they came up with the idea for the song um after discussing how ridiculous the things we believed as children are um obviously the guitars are great I love those pauses before they kind of thump back in um 
But what really made me kind of stop and listen to this was the way they've doubled those vocals. And here I come with perhaps a slightly off the wall comparison, but it made me think of ABBA. Um, But, you know, just that kind of like classic 80s pop sound. um, And I think it's aggressive. I think it's fun. um, And I really like it. What do you guys think? It's interesting that you brought up ABBA because the chorus sounded like uh, "Does Your Mother Know?" and yes, it, I was gonna gonna ask you if anyone else could tell me what song that was, but it does, doesn't it? I can't get past that. Okay, I just that's cannot fair. get past that. I'm sorry. Um, mm. I, I liked it apart from the chorus. Um, <laughs> I I just my least favorite device in music is that sort of hi hat like kind of drum beat. I just I can't I can't fucking deal with it. I can't. Um, but I know that they're a talented bunch and I couldn't get on board with that at all. But it's a f- parts of it were a grand fucking racket and I enjoyed that. But I just I just can't get past the chorus. I'm sorry. It took me a few lessons to, to move past that. So, uh. <laughs> oh Is my it my God. turn to get shot on this week? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll take it. I'm the big fat seagull from above. Um, <laughs> I... I, I uh, you're spot on with the ABBA thing, um, but it's like ABBA morphed. Well, a- ABBA fused with Elastica. Um, What's I wrong with not- that? Well, there, there isn't on paper. You're like, okay. fuck me, that's incredible. But in reality, do you know what? This is the thing. It's we really do have to. Um, I, I, I do feel bad to a certain degree. But this is a podcast and we have to be honest about what we think and uh, I'm not into it. Well, and I think none of us are going to bring a song that isn't, like, good, you know? Like, there's a baseline of, like, this is well-written, well-done. So we're talking about, like, moving beyond, like, is this is this a song that works? Is this a song that mm-hmm. um, makes sense? It's about, like, how does it make you feel? And does it sound like Abra in a way you like or dislike, you know? I would say don't don't talk for me because I can bring some incredible shite to this. Yeah, that's true. And okay. you, you know, I, I I I am not beyond that. I unironically enjoy Scooter. So let's not rule anything out there. Let's go on. Let's go come back in the room. It's uh, my last pick.
East London-based R&B singer, songwriter, Summer Taylor. And that comes from the uh, EP of the same title, Burning Bridges, which came out on the 14th of May. Um, she's got uh, it's six tracks and she's got various producers working. But, um, I mean, I just think she's got a, a beautiful depth to her vocal and she demonstrates real power vocally and um there's i know i envisaged well predicted rather that there would be comments on on how short the song was and almost kind of cut, cuts off uh, unpredictably which i quite like and she's i just think that she's got so much to offer um, I think she's wonderful. I really, really enjoyed that. I, I, I have a bit of an aversion to piano-based um, music because I, I think, like uh, most of a teenhood, where people were talking about um, "Don't Stop Believing" by Journey, unironically, and it not being a big joke, uh, kind of turned me off. Almost any music that starts with a piano, uh, which is ridiculous, and I realise that's um, a problem that I have to deal with extensively. Um, but though that was extremely cool, I, I loved when that the the timing of um, the uh, drums coming in. Um, I thought the vocal performance was really strong. Um, yeah, part of me thinks, "Oh, it should have been a bit longer" because I was enjoying that. But then, you know, um, what's two minutes in heaven compared to something longer and less pleasant? Yeah, I really agree. Like, I think it's so dramatic and I was getting really excited about where it was going but at the same time like you were saying about the piano like it could have maybe felt overwrought if it went on longer I mean it could have gone on longer I would have liked it but stopping it like that is is so impactful and makes you really think about what you've heard um and I really liked it and I want to listen to more and I want to listen to it again I also thought it was interesting that I was looking at her other releases and a lot of it's soundtrack work, and I can absolutely picture that. Um, mm. I, I imagine that in the context of um, of, of a drama, um, and it's music that lends itself really well to a variety of scenarios and environments, I think. So the next song is by Steve Gunn, who um, was in a bunch of things I'll tell you about afterwards, and it's called Spring in Brooklyn 1 from the EP Spring in Brooklyn.
Thank you.
So that was uh, Spring in Brooklyn 1 by uh, Steve Gunn, um, and that's out on the new Taku Roku um, label that's fronted by Fielding Hope and the good folks at Cafe Oto. Um, so big thanks to them for sending that over. Um, I'm going to be eagerly anticipating all the releases they have out. They seem to have a big kind of stream of stuff at the moment, so you're very lucky if you're into that sort of thing. And of course, if you didn't know, Fielding Hope was a big figure in the music industry up here, but in a positive way. Um, he... Uh, he ran the Cry Parrot Nights, which often sort of um, hosted kind of really eclectic and outlandish acts from across the world. And it was a really, really big part of the scene for a while. So, yeah, Steve Gunn, uh, he uh, is one half of the core duo behind GHQ. He's also known for his other affiliations with uh, the likes of Tom Carter, the Magic Markers, um, Mark Orlean. Um, he's sometimes in Kurt Vile's Violators Band, and he's one half of the Gunn Chusinski duo. Um, and what I particularly like about this song, I, I don't normally go for very um, long-winded, instrumental, guitar-led songs very often. Um, but I think that one just puts you in a real setting. Um, I love how um, the the middle part, when it's so busy and kind of frantic, it sort of puts me in mind of looking out the window at a storm. And then the brief sort of moments of kind of, of light coming through and the, the normalcy kind of resuming. Um, which is kind of brought in with the uh, the sirens and the, and the sort of ambient kind of effects in that song. Um, I think the whole, the whole EP is fantastic. Um, it's three tracks, all called Springtime in Brooklyn, one obviously with different numbers at the end to represent which numerical value they are. Um, but uh, I would definitely recommend giving the whole thing a listen. Um, it's just very beautiful use of, of setting, but without... Um, without vocals and it just gives us a kind of intricate kind of ethereal quality um, and I think it's good music for respite which I think we could all use. Music for, for mindfulness, uh, beautiful movement throughout the song I thought that um, I thought there was a certain simplicity there but that it was it was kind of deceiving there's actually far more to it than than what you think and uh, yeah flows beautifully and at uh, how long was it eight minutes eight minutes yeah yeah i mean that that's one question mark i have is the eight minutes thing but uh aside, aside from that uh i mean richard ashcroft with chemical brothers i think they were seven seven minutes something uh with a test and i felt that that could have been shortened down but um when you actually get into the to the ethereal nature of the song and you're kind of sucked into it all then you you get swept away and then time time's not a factor what a beautiful uh lovely moment of peace that was I was trying to describe it without saying lovely and I still said lovely but it is it is lovely um not much more to add to what you folks have said I really enjoyed as I've said many times the like field recording aspect of it with the sirens um fun personal anecdote I once tried to learn um classical guitar in that style and it's it's no joke it's real hard um so although obviously it's a very kind of effortless feel to it i definitely couldn't make my fat thumbs do that so for our final track we've got romi with Just settle down enjoy the sound i don't want to have to shout so settle down please settle down let me tell my story now after you can ask me how I settled down and the world is loud, is loud, is loud There was a time I had zero idea of what my voice sounded like The real one, all tracks on the inside 
I was so worried about what others might find if I decided to let my mind outside and let my words shine bright on a page, on the screen, on the stage, literally on any spotlight and now I'm standing with the mic in my hand looking out at the crowd screaming I don't understand but mummy looks at me proud she tells me carry on but I don't even know what I am standing on ah this isn't fun I am not the one to carry out this duty She said it's not for me to speak but God to speak right through me I used to be so depressed, I was so upset I was so obsessed with my own ideas of real success I had to learn to listen more so I learned to speak less Now I can hear his voice clear when he says take a step So would you settle down, grab a seat and stick around Just relax, enjoy the sound I don't want to have to shout so settle down, please settle down Let me tell my story now After you can ask me how I settle down When the world is loud, is loud, is loud I look back on my life And for most of that time I felt like I didn't deserve it How could good things be for bad persons? If I didn't work for it, how could I earn it? Self-sabotage ensued I didn't like the rules I didn't like the feeling of the grace I owed it to Now I tell this tale to you so that you can tell it too You can do what you've been called to with the proper attitude And it's not about false hope or laws of attraction I believe in reality greater than all distractions I believe in faith, hope, love and direct action I know life is not just about my satisfaction So I resolve to walk in truth I resolve to walk in grace I resolve to never hide I will occupy my space I will seek, I will find I'll be led to operate And I will trust in the Lord And he'll make my path straight When would you settle down? Grab a seat and stick around Just relax, enjoy the sound I don't want to have to shout So settle down, please settle down let me tell my story now After you can ask me how I settle down When the world is loud, is loud, is loud Would you settle down? Grab a seat and stick around Just relax, enjoy the sound I don't want to have to shout So settle down, please settle down Let me tell my story now After you can ask me how down um so he's a multi-instrumental songwriter and producer from birmingham named after the town his father grew up in nigeria um and he wrote this song the week before his 25th birthday um it's his first song that he's put out his debut single although he's been writing music for the last five years um he says it's a kind of message to myself to remember my story and what i'm come through and the way that i can be grateful for where i am now in my milestone year um and I just, yeah, I think it's great. There's something kind of almost childlike with that little um, bell-like percussion in the background and the rhythm of the words. But then you listen to the lyrics and there's something much more complicated happening. And the first time I listened to it, I was like, oh, yeah, okay. And then I just found myself kind of hearing um, 
the lyrics, you know, hearing little snippets and, and just wanting to listen to it again to be like, what what was that in the context of? Um, just very kind of um, sticking in your mind. Um, and yeah, I really like it. What do you guys think? Yeah, um, I really enjoyed that. It's uh, It sounds simple, right? But like, it's sometimes just really nice to hear accomplished, talented people doing shit well. And that's what that was. That was a really accomplished pop song um there's definite star quality about him that i can't quite quantify but um it's hard for me to envision a future in which he's not on radio one um i must say that's a benchmark for quality i just i just i i think what we've who we've just heard is, is an artist who's capable of of interweaving more complex narratives with this kind of nursery rhyme-esque sort of mm. melodic simplicity and that is it's really, really tough to do. Um, it makes me think of something that my cousin told me. He said, like, um, all, all songs are really just variations of nursery rhymes, uh, <laughs> which is <laughs> which is stuck with me. Um, yeah, I think this guy's got a hell of a lot of potential um, and clearly has an awareness of craft that um, would mark him out as, as a really interesting prospect. And as I say, someone with real kind of star quality for whatever, whatever that means. Yes, it's it's what I love about. Um, weirdly, um, it's what I love about British rap. I guess um, is there's a, a kind of a certain breakdown and simplicity to it compared to I guess when you compare to American rappers and hip hop, a, a fantastic debut and there's a, a kind of of wit about it and heart and it uh, it just makes it feel. Um, there's like so much character that surrounds it compared to a, a lot of, of other artists that kind of come through. I just want to quickly get some links in before we go, because I think it's really important that we end with, um, you know, us handing off to, to other people that we feel are quite important. So, I mean, I think for reading, um, one of the most, uh, I don't know if you guys have seen this, the 10 Steps to Non-Optical Allyship, Allyship by Morel Cassandra Harper, which was incredible. Um, there's also the opportunity you can register with Creative Access as a mentor. Creative Access is dedicated to supporting people from underrepresented communities, including BAME, BAME candidates and those from lower socioeconomic backgrounds to access creative careers. And there's a form that you can fill in. And what you do is you just kind of put in what you're your standing is within the creative industries and and what skills you have and that can be whether it be radio television podcasting marketing journalism whatever and and what an impact that mentoring has in terms of, of feeding from the grassroots and, and education um more locally i want to signpost to and and take my hat off to a podcast from Aberdeen called creative me podcast um, which is is based in Aberdeen um, and uh, just a really supportive person of and people of Podcart as well. There's a, We Are All Here, a safe space for black and ethnic minority creatives in Scotland who share stories of personal and professional development. Um, and we'll be posting uh, links to all these people. And I also want to say to... Um, Personally, I worked with YCSA in the Southside. I worked with a group of um, 
uh, young refugee women teaching them media and podcasting. They're a local support agency providing services and existing um, projects to young minority ethnic people in the community of Glasgow and they are absolutely phenomenal they really help integrate into society and 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 teach and provide such a family atmosphere Um, and it's one of the best things I've ever done in my life so I guess that I I just kind of want to highlight those Truly hydrated skin, Medocia's Body Care Breakthrough Hyaluronic Body Serum. It's clinically proven to increase hydration by 161%. It's lightweight, fast absorbing, and delivers 24 hours of hydration for silky smooth skin without any sticky afterfeel. Treat your skin to clean vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order with code SUMMER at OseaMalibu.com. That's O S E A Malibu.com code SUMMER.